and welcome back to the SpoilerCast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. My name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello! Hello! And uh, in this episode, we are prepping for next week's <laughs> hotly anticipated The <laughs> Nun 2, the sequel to the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes. I mean, it is. It is, it is. It is the sequel uh, to the prequel. Yes. There's it's, the, it's the sequel to uh, one of the prequels. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, believe it or not, we are we are pumped as hell for the nun too. Not really, but <laughs> nah. I mean... <laughs> I we am, do want to see it. We want to know what happens. In a masochistic way, I am looking forward to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're going to talk about The Conjuring, which we've done many times before. Uh, or at least a few times before. We've talked about The Conjuring Universe. Yes. Because um, we 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 talked about it in well not an early episode but in an, in in a in a pandemic episode we talked about the Conjuring three the Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. I think we discussed the Conjuring universe or the Conjuring franchise, um, in general. In a patron episode, perhaps. Yeah, I think so. I and mean, we probably talked a little bit about it in that episode. Sure, I obviously. Listen to it. I don't listen to my own podcast. That would be not. No, and also that that was like it wasn't. 2021, so yeah, yeah it's, it's been a while. So, so, so opinions might have changed. Oh, well, I'm glad you said that, because today we're not talking about a specific movie. We're talking about the entire Conjuring franchise, the entire Conjuring universe, and we are ranking it. Yay. Hey. Excluding Nun 2, of course, then, because we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. We'll add it we'll on add the it. on the, the Nun 2 episode. We'll just put it on a spot, perhaps? Probably, yeah. And also, I just want to say, this is not a tier list. This is not, you know, S through F. No, this is no. from best to worst. Well, yes. I guess worst to best, I think, would be most fun. We start with the bad um, one. Yeah, I guess. Or we're doing it, or do we talk about them in chronological order and just give them a ranking? Uh, I think it's didn't since, really... since this is mainly an audio podcast. It's easy. That will to talk get confusing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we start with the worst. You're right. One. Um, Do we agree on the worst one though? That I mean, yeah, we're gonna have. It's basically gonna be three lists because I don't think we're gonna agree on everything. Um, I know we're not gonna agree on everything. Y- so yes. it's gonna be my ranking, your ranking, and then I guess we'll try and do like a. a, a Kind of like we did ranking? with the 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 Fast and Furious. We convince each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, the movies that are included are, of course, uh, well, The Nun, of course, and then there's oh, yes. The Curse of La Llorona, uh, despite what Michael Chavez, or Michael Chaves, I think it's Chavez, uh, tried to say that it's not part of the Conjuring franchise, which is dumb. It, it is. Literally <laughs> has, it literally has the priest from Annabelle, and Annabelle... Um, yeah. Uh, well, from a- Annabelle, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Father I Perez. Think he's in one of the Conjuring movies as well, isn't he? No, he's not. Um, not? No. See, I've seen all of them back to back now, so they're all kind of merged. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've watched <laughs> at least one every day since we said we we're going to do this. Uh, yeah, so it's like a two lot. or three. <laughs> yeah. But there is a definite connection. I don't, and and he, he he was going on about, oh, well, yeah, it doesn't really have a strong connection. And, uh, you know, some of the producers aren't involved. So what are you talking about? James it's Wong was involved place... in the story and produced it. Shut up. And it's, it's taking James place Wong. in the same universe. Yeah. So, yes. So, yeah, we're including Curse of La Llorona. And then, of course, yes. the Annabelle trilogy and the Conjuring trilogy. That's yes. Um, So let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. Uh, 
starting the worst at, of them all. <laughs> yeah, starting at number eight. eight. You start. Is the uh, first Annabelle. Okay. For me. I'm... That is pure... Garbage. Yes. <laughs> yes. I agree to some extent. Um, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, oh, wait. I have to look at my own list again. Uh, no, I agree. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Annabelle from 2014 is my number eight as well. At one star. on. Oh, uh, I gave uh, it a half star. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, it took uh, me... Uh, yeah. This rewatch, and I, I'm pretty sure it's the same for the last time I saw it and the time before that, because I think I've seen it three times now. Yeah. It takes me multiple attempts to get through it, because it's so boring. It's so boring. Yes. It, I, I just keep making comparisons to better movies that have the exact same plot. Yeah. And M- I get frustrated with... Uh, what did you say? Mainly The Conjuring. Well, yeah, that and uh, Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby. Baby. Yeah, The Exorcist, I suppose, a little bit. Y- yeah, a bit too. Yeah. And I, whenever the demon shows up in physical form, I just cringe. Yes, they they because it's ruin supposed the to be like the most the most evil demon they've ever encountered. They don't give it a name, but it is you know the Ram. Yeah, yeah, because we see the horns. Yeah, um, but it, it it yes, it ruins the mystique. It it. The opening is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, because they just... Or what do you mean? Which Until part? they move, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, oh, I I'll give it that yes, part. I agree. It's it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, because in we have the, the the neighbor's daughter joining a random cult, and then the doll being a thing, and then the the cult going in there, and, uh, and the pregnancy being an, uh, an important factor to her reactions and all that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And then they turn it into Rosemary's Baby with uh, a demon. A visible demon. Yeah. It's just, no. 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 Yeah. And it's so flat. Everything is so... Especially the second half. But if, the first half as well. Like like you said, you're like, oh, the, the opening. You say the opening, but it's literally <laughs> almost like half the move before they actually move. Sure. Um, and but it not- feels like the opening because the last part is, is so slow. Yeah, yeah, I know. And there's literally scenes of them just walking through corridors, um, <sighs> not setting up anything. And 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 the the mom is called Mia and the kid is called Leah. It's an, yeah, it it's sounds confusing. too similar. <laughs> Uh yeah, and there's there's dumb scares. Nothing. I, there's nothing enjoyable about it except for the uh, scene in the basement when she tries to get out of the basement, but ke- she keeps coming Un- back to the basement. That's pretty. Good, Until though. you see the demon, yes. Yeah, then it's a little. But as much. soon as you see him, you're like, mm, rude. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's all. And awful. then constant just screaming of Leah, Leah, my baby, Leah. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Yeah, I do. The- I I can. Uh, Give them a little bit of the ending, like the very, like, the last climax scene there with the window. Sure, because that's kind of when the story picks up. You're like, oh, (laughs) there's a reason for all this. Okay. Exactly. And it's, um, what, barely a minute long? Yeah. And and, uh, (laughs) the hero of the story, Alfred Woodard, you know, gives her life for these people she's never met. The only interesting character in the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she, I remember, like, she's not, I mean, 
we see her earlier in the movie when she gives the book to the to the to the mom to yeah. Mia. Um, <laughs> but she's not she's not really properly introduced until nope. like an until hour into the movie or more. That it's the same evening when they come back from shopping. Yeah, exactly. It's oh god. Because that's when they start talking about her daughter a little bit. I don't understand. And then the whole thing happens. Yeah, I don't understand. That's something that the Curse of La Llorona uh, is, is going to be applauded for. It's brevity and how fast it gets into everything. Annabelle yes. slogs on. It's an hour and almost 50 minutes long. Like, fuck you. That should have been like an hour 20, an hour 15 without credits. It's, it's an hour 40 it. with credits. To be fair. I thought it was like 44. Oh, okay, whatever. That's still too long. <clears throat> Cut out that, a half an For hour. what happens in it, yes. For what happens in it, yes. Yeah. Um, the, all of the Conjuring movies, though, get applauded for being short. Because <laughs> I think there's one that's over an, over two hours long. Conjuring 2? Yeah. That's, a, that's about the only one, I think. Yeah. They're all around two hours. It's just a little long. They're, they're 140... To 150, and yeah. then we have Conjuring 2 that's just over two hours. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I'm, I'm okay with it, because I could sure. watch, like, three movies in a day. <laughs> also, um, Annabelle, and that's something, you know, that that's kind of indicative of the whole Annabelle trilogy. The actual doll has very little to do with the demon. It's, yes. it's 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 just a conduit, and it's yes. it's never used by the demon in this movie. No, other than just, like, terrifying the people, I suppose. Yeah, and we have to remember now, we're talking of this out of out of order. Um, yes. I watched them in chronological order, the way, in the order that they I did place. as well this time. Okay, yeah. Um, so when the first Annabelle movie came out, we had, there was only The Conjuring and then Annabelle. So we knew that the doll was a conduit for a demon. Yeah. Um, and it's not until uh, uh, Annabelle Creation, which came out in 2017, that... Um, we get to know what that demon is and how the, the doll was used. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that helps, to be honest. The movies were all a little bit better because you watch, if you watch them in chronolo- chronological order. Actually, yes. Because um, everything even makes it more sense. Some, some, you know, uh, reveals. Sure. It, it makes more sense, definitely. Yeah. Um, but then it makes, but it, it also makes Annabelle less uh, necessary in the first Annabelle movie because. Uh, yes. What the fuck is it doing there? <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Anywho, that's, that's yeah. Annabelle. We, Annabelle we, is we definitely should, should spot eight. Up. Yeah, we should pick it up a little bit because we're we're doing eight movies <laughs> here, and we're already ten minutes in. So, well, um, okay. So number Next up. number seven, you start. The nun. Okay, that was still agreeing with you. Yes, the nun is <laughs> yes. awful. Absolutely same issue there. Awful. As, same issue there as in Annabelle. You see the the monster or the demon too quickly and too too clearly. Yeah, and it also runs into the same problem uh, that uh, the conjuring the devil made me do with us in that it adds like additional monsters. Yes, I mean, the, it's, the, it's not as big of a the, problem in Devil Made Me Do It. Where you have the big, the fat guy zombie. Yeah. And here you have like a bunch of nun zombies and and you know creepy kids. There's so many though, yeah. and they're not not scary. I'm not I'm not sure what they're going for. Like, do you remember? By the way, I gave this a one. And oh my, yeah, me too. 
I, and I agree, I should probably change Annabelle to a half star. The Nun is the <laughs> one star, and that's only because it looks good. Not the yes, not the not the cinematography and shit, but the the no, no, settings but, are cool. Yeah, the aesthetic like the that that it's yeah. a nun, that it's in a cloister, it's very that there's a bunch of religious stuff, and you have this demon who like defiles yeah. the religion and all. And, and I it, love that the, is the, the theme music for Valak. Yes. The, oh, yes. There's a nice symbolism there. Yeah. But they ruin it by having this giant nun being so present. Yes, 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 yes. It's too it's much. It's not a wow. scary demon. It's a, it's a, it's a dude in a costume. Yeah, and do you? It's reme- a bit Scooby Doo. Do, <laughs> do you remember the slogan? Like before the movie came out, it was always like, "Welcome to the darkest chapter of the Conjuring." Oh yeah, story. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and then you think, oh, it's gonna be like dark. Like you're gonna have like, human sacrifice, and you know, uh, yeah. you know how you know uh, actually like since there's so much religion involved in this, like maybe they're actually going to criticize religion. Cause that's something this, this franchise does not, they do not criticize religion here. Here religion is, or at least, you know, Christianity is the good guy. You know, yes. nothing, nothing wrong with that, but like you thought some, some sort of darkness was going to be involved, but no, it's just, it's just another demon. Like, but that doesn't make yeah. it. How is that darker? I mean, literally, yeah, a lot of it takes place at night, and it's dark <laughs> up in the Carpathian Mountains. Sure. But, I mean, I thought they meant thematically dark. Like, it was going to be, you know, uh, upsetting, it's, creepy, it's, scary. Uh, based on the release date, it's supposed to be, like, you know, because it came out after The Conjuring and after The Conjuring 2, this is supposed to be the origin of the, the most vile demon that uh, Lorraine has seen, which yeah. literally scared been, her to the core. It's been haunt, yeah, and it's been haunting her since before the movies, yeah. Yes. So it's the it's the one that has been haunting her forever, basically, or for years, and it's it's the, the one thing that makes her want to quit constantly, re- repeatedly at least. But it's much she scarier. always doubts if she wants to do it. But now we get to see the thing. Yeah, and it's just another demon. Yeah, it's just it's not, another demon. It's not demon. really different from the ram or uh, uh, Bathsheba is scarier. Oh yeah, she's If anything, terrifying. it's not a demon, but I mean, you know. She's terrifying. Uh, her, terrifying. Her, her motivations are scarier. We'll yes, get, we'll get to that when we talk about The Conjuring, but... I never really figured out what the nun's or Valak's motivation is. Wow. Well, I guess they go into that in, in the, the Devil Made Me Do It. It's, it's really it's really just, you know, uh, demons. And ju- just like in, you know, in, in the good Exorcist movie, The Exorcist, <laughs> it's just really to, you know, uh, create chaos. They just really uh, want really to yeah. hurt people. There's yeah, no other true. reason than that. They hate uh people they hate humanity yeah that, I guess. that's really it you know i guess that and that's you know they're really like just the, they're the boogeyman of of christianity demons yeah yeah, yeah. that's true that's true if you uh, if you want to look at it from an outsider perspective yeah. they don't they don't have motivation other than ah to ruin people's day true <laughs> The worst part about the nun, though, is the fact that it came out after The Conjuring too. So we already have like we know it's been defeated. Um, we know Valak is no more. We know the name. We know everything really. Yeah. So so except it, for I guess the origin, which we do get told a little bit here. But it. But it's not even that interesting. I, I, I not, wanted. No, I wanted exactly. more of that origin story then. 
uh, of because that's kind of dark. You know, a guy yes. a guy erecting a church on a you know to. Uh, Solely to bring forth Valak because you know he is an evil devil ver- worshiper, and how the 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 um the knights of the what's it called the Templar knights come in there and they they have to they have to keep a constant vigil like they have they have never they have broken to use their the prayer. blood of Christ yeah and they've never broken to, prayer like, for like three hundred years or even more no more since the more yeah yeah people have been praying since the you know the Crusade times basically. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years, there's always been one or, not, or another person praying over the site. Like, that's dark. Why don't we get more of that? No, all that happens in the last 10 minutes of this exactly. hour and 50 movie, yeah. which is just goofy before that. Like, yeah, it it feels like a Scooby-Doo movie, kind of. Yeah, Frenchy, like, oh, I'm going to take this cross and run around and be attacked by frozen nun zombies. Yeah, that that frozen nun zombie thing, also, why? Like, there's details that are creepy. Like you said, the whole backstory kind of thing is creepy, and you have the the blood never drying on the steps where the nun hung herself. Yeah. First of all, why is there blood when she hung herself? But sure. No, well, the crossader, I guess. The crossader, yeah. That's that that detail is creepy, or the fact that um, what's her name? J- 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 Sister Irene, yeah, Sister yeah, Irene, Irene ends up sleeping in the room where the nun jumped to kill herself. Kind of like you know the small details. Yeah, or the fact that it re- it's revealed uh towards the end also that she never spoke to any of the nuns. Nuns have been dead all along. Yeah, exactly. The, there was the girl no who one hanged there. herself was the last one. Yeah, like, but that should have been scarier than it is. It's not creepy at because all. It's, it's just like oh. Oh, what? When it happens. Yeah, by then you're just desensitized to the entire thing because yeah. you've seen Valak running around and, and strangling people physically. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of I'm gonna strangle you towards the end. There's there's too much physical contact between the demon and humans. Yeah. Demons should terrify, not physically harm you. Yeah, well, so, well, once again, something they kinda use in the devil made me do it. Um yeah. Where they use humans as like physical conduits. We'll get to that. Yes. Either who, Either the who. nun number awful. seven. Awful, 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 awful. Great premise. They butchered it completely. Yes. And Valak is I'll give cool, it that. and they great promise. Pr- premise. Yeah, Valak is a cool character, but they ruined it completely. Yeah. Number six. Number six. You Go start? ahead. Okay. No, I start. this time you start. I have the curse of La Llorona. Same. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. I gave it a two out of five. Yeah, same. It's decent. Like I said, it, it's, yeah. it's much shorter. Well, it's shorter. I'll say it's shorter. It's, um, it's 133 with credits. So, yes, it yeah. is shorter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think Michael Chavez is, uh, he, um, uh, unlike, is it Corin Hardy who directed Annabelle? Uh no, Who John R. Leonetti. Leonetti. John R. Leonetti. Okay, yeah. Unlike John R. Leonetti, um, Michael Chavez, like he uses, you know, he actually has a sense of style. Um, yes. it's kind, it's kind of different from a lot of the other movies in the franchise. Um, it's very, you know, the the cinematography is very dynamic. Um, it actually has like a look, a feel to it. Uh, yeah. Which I appreciate, but I think um, it has some of the the most contrived reasons for for why the the well not demon here the the curse the it's ghost it's a ghost I yeah really a ghost 
um, attacks these these children. Um, because he, if there's something these movies do pretty well, it's it's um, it's to give to give um, the demons or the ghosts like reasons to attack the people involved. Like yeah, you you don't you don't usually go like oh no why what are you doing? But here you do. Uh, the children in this movie suck ass. Yeah. Um, especially Linda Cardellini. Uh, what is her name? Anna? Hannah? Anna. Uh, the main girl. Main woman. Lady. Mom? Mom? Anna. Anna, right. Anna, yeah. Her children are retarded. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, first of all, um, the boy, when, when, when they go to, to look at the first victims, um, first of all, why does she bring her children? I understand it's the middle of the night, and you know she don't leave. Them she alone, don't want to leave him alone at home. Why would you That's bring the them thing. to a crime scene where two children have been murdered? Yeah, why not knock, knock on the neighbor's door and go like, "Hey, could you keep an eye on my kids for or, like an hour or two? Yeah, or honestly, just leave them at home. They uh, wouldn't notice if exactly. they were asleep. If she just left quietly, they wouldn't notice. No, she has to bring them there, and then she says, "Stay in the car." Um, but then stupid idiot uh, brother kid. Leaves the car anyway. No, I don't remember what his name is. I don't know. Kid, kid brother, yeah. kid sister. Son. I don't care. Yeah, son, daughter, <laughs> idiot son, idiot daughter. <laughs> um, and that's when he runs into La Llorona and gets cursed by her. Gets yeah. the mark. Later on in the movie, when uh, when uh, when the priest says, um, like I've put the the seeds here, she cannot enter unless you know, as long as the 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 boundaries yeah, the are line broken. Is, yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, I've been attacked by a, by a demon ghost uh, several times in this movie, but I really want my dolly. Oh, and she's right outside of the door where the where the seeds are, the, the boundary. How about I just lean over it to grab my stupid doll? Like, why? Yeah. Stop! First of all, why not just take a step over that, if that you don't have to get the doll? But second of all, just don't get the fucking doll. Leave the doll and yeah. get it in the morning or something. But then, of course, she grabs the doll and that ruins the boundary and the, the, the yeah. ghost is let back in. He's like, oh, come on! There's several stupid things like that in this movie and I hate it for it because... <laughs> damn, this movie this movie had... like It's different. We see a different facet of you know the Conjure universe here. We don't see the, the, the classic white people... Uh, Christianity. We see, uh, you know, Latin American style. We, we yeah. have this like almost like a warrior priest guy. Who's what's what's his name? Raphael. Raphael. Played yeah. Played by Raymond Cruz. Yeah, who's um, Cruz, I, I guess most famously famously known from Breaking Bad as what's his name? Tuco. Yeah. The unhinged oh. drug dealer from the I... first and second season of Breaking Bad. Don't um, really remember because I didn't really finish. <sighs> Still haven't finished like more than I think maybe season two. I don't remember. Either way, character. either way, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's cool. Um, yeah, sure. A little bit flat as a character because there's not a lot to him. No, and that's a problem with a lot of the, with all characters in this movie. There's not yes. a lot here. Um, they have like one thing, and that's all they have. That's all they have. But that's also because they just want to like, fucking move on. Sure. Um, let's let's get to the thing and like like the curse is put on Anna and her kids like after what twenty five minutes. Yeah, um, basically. And then it's like then it takes like another five minutes for her to understand it. <laughs> yeah, 
but uh, in, uh, and I remember like halfway through the movie, we're ready for like the finale all, already. And oh, yeah. There's only been like a couple of attacks and like, okay, this is it. We're going to the, the, the special priest and he'll help us. And then there's a final fight. It's effective Basically. that way. And like I said, yeah. Maka Chavez has his own kind of style of directing. Um, and this has some pretty cool visuals. Um, you know, La Llorona uh, appearing in the umbrella is cool. The the season yes. umbrella. Um, yes. The scene in the end where the kids hold up uh, her, her bracelet or necklace or necklace. whatever. It is. Yeah. Necklace. And you're like, oh, are they actually going to have like a, like a happy ending sort of? And then they ruin it. But once again, yeah. by the stupid kid who pulls the thing off the mirror, like, oh. No, I'm not sure. That kind of confuses me. Like, they don't really explain anything about her mirror image thing being a, a, a her seeing herself being a thing. Usually, when you show a demon their true face or a ghost, they they see themselves for what they are. They uh, turn nice again because yeah. they're like, oh, oh. But here's the opposite. I don't know. Yeah, without I... any reason, really, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But sure, whatever. They needed a final scare and then, you know. Then they go, ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh. <laughs> like, I know it's a callback and it's a joke, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. People even pointed that out in reviews. Like, what? He literally said, ta-da? Like, yeah, I know. It's supposed to be like a running gag, but it, it doesn't work. No. All, all in all, the Curse of La Llorona is just—it's—it's it's nice to have a little bit of a break off from the uh, the Warrens and the the Annabelle movies. Yeah, especially the <laughs> Annabelle movies. Yeah, um, and by then, I mean we only had one the nun, so it was fine. We got a separate kind of monster. It was, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, nice to have a ghost story instead of you know the all powerful demons from hell. Yeah, kind of thing. And uh, I gotta say, I enjoyed it more this time than I did the first time yes, I watched it a few same. years ago. So, it still doesn't rank as high because the other ones are just progressively just better. better. Yeah, and this is still not it's not a good movie. It's just no, it's just no, it's, better it's than fine. Annabelle and the Nun. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I gave it two out of five. Yeah, same. Um so So for number five then. Yeah. Should I go first again? Yes, go ahead. I've put Annabelle Creation. Same. <laughs> okay. At two and a half. Yeah. Um yeah, one, j- just like Annabelle. This has a paper thin plot, yeah, and most of it is just ooh creepy, creepy, uh, you know, scares. Yeah, but at least David Sandberg knows how to build suspense. He is very creative as a director, so it never gets boring. Even though there's long stretches of no story and just you know people looking into darkness and nothing happening. Yeah. Moment, you know the shit we hated in Annabelle. Here, this it is least made with a bit of you know, there's a bit of gusto to it, and um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's a, he's a really good director, and I I hope his career is not tanked by the the Shazam fear of the god flop. I really hope he gets yeah, to make that's movies. The same. Yeah, that's the same guy. I really hope he gets to make more movies, and it's not just you know, and and not just like Annabelle creation movies. I hope he gets to make. Really no, no, movies. he. He obviously can work when he has the right material. He just needs to have good material. He has to have good material, yeah. You can't like yeah. it's not nothing you wrong with him. It's turn. the material, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, lights out. Uh, oh yeah. While it's not a masterpiece, again. that is a that is a really good jump scare movie. Yes. Um, you know, it has like characters and a, and a story yeah. and shit. You know, whoa. <laughs> Which Annabelle Creation does not. 
Um, but it has least... a bunch of characters, but they're all kind of vapid. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason for the characters. Um, not really. And they're not really given a lot of motivation. Ooh. Uh, th- that's something that's gonna, we're going to talk more about in the Conjuring movies, like like yes. how how important characters are, and and yes. well written characters are, and like motivations, arcs. Uh, you know, it, it, not just for these movies, but like in movies in general, this is this this could be like a this could be like a like a like an you could use this as a as a professor of, of film. You could like point <laughs> to this to show like why why is why is the Conjuring universe so split when it comes to like quality? Well, it comes down to writing characters yeah. specifically characters. Yeah, yeah, because Animal Creation has. Dog shit um, characters. Like they're yeah. nothing. They have no personality, guess, no motivations. The nun is kind of nice. Yeah, but she's barely in the movie, and when she doesn't What's do anything. Sister Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. No, like all of the the girls are just they're, so boring. Sure, cannon um, fodder. Even though no one dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which one is? Is it Linda and Janice who are the kids? Uh, there are like the main characters. Yeah, I think so. The outcasts. Yeah. If you want to. Uh, yeah. Like, sure, they haven't in the introduction on the 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 bus there. They have like a little bit of an interesting uh, dynamic. Yeah, because you don't know never... that one of them is is crippled basically. She survived. But she's polio, the one taking yeah. care of the other one. It's a nice dynamic, but sure. it disappears so quickly because she goes, "You shouldn't pity me," and the other one goes, "Okay, bye." Yeah, and it's and it's not it's not it's not used like the love for for each other is not used in the end to save no. Dan or something. No, she's actually just still possessed in the end. Exactly. Uh, so, what was the point of their relationship if if not to like yeah. do anything? It isn't. It doesn't go anywhere. It's no. Yeah. No. It's just. It, I guess it's to make us care. But it's not not enough to make us care. But we don't. No, we don't care about these characters, and the rest of them are just one dimensional. Yeah. Uh, That's basically all I have to say about that. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> I like uh, the the. There's one scene I actually like, and it's the one where she goes down the uh, the the escalator. No, the the lift thing in the stairs. Yeah. Which of though there's also the biggest like dumbass move in that entire movie is also in that scene just just take off the seatbelt and the thing yeah, will stop I know dumb kid I know I know it's a little <sighs> bit of that but like you know it has once again like when it comes to visuals like it's it's not completely flat like Annabelle no it has a look um yeah. and uh it has the scene when she has been like fully possessed and uh the father Dermot Mulroney no. Mm, no, Anthony pa, 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 Anthony La Paglia. right. I, yes. I, I, I <laughs> confuse him with Dermot Mulroney for some reason. I've done that before. Um, when he realizes, like, oh, shit, the beast is loose, and he walks in there, and he's like, oh, he has the, the cross. Um, and then she she walks into, um, he stands in the, in the, in the dining room, uh, oh, yeah, in the room dining area, room. Yeah, with the cross. And then she walks into the, to the frame, and he's like, "Oh, demon, get out of here!" And she just steps right, just steps just a step back into the darkness, and her eyes start glowing. Yes. And then you heard, <coughs> and the eyes just move up. You're like, "Oh fuck!" Like that's a good, yeah. it's a good effect. 
And sure, then yeah. it, it, it breaks his fingers to make him uh, 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 drop, drop across. The... It's yeah. like stuff like that. Like, ooh, it's cool visuals. At least it has that. It, it's not the demon in full light doing it physically. Uh, yeah. Like exactly. in The Nun. <laughs> yeah, or like in Annabelle. Yeah. Yeah, we almost never see the actual demon in Annabelle Creation. The closest no, you see is, a little you see bit a couple of close ups of the face in the barn. Yeah, when you it's see, screwing um, out the light bulbs. You see, you see the outline of the head uh, at one point in the girl's bedroom, I think. Yeah. Because um, that's when you see the horns. Yeah. And you go, ah, yes, it's the it's ram. It's the ram. But yeah, it's also, it's just, it's, meh, it gives a little bit of insight into why the animal doll is what it is. So I guess it's... Yeah, it's the only one that actually uses the doll properly, I think, of the yeah. Annabelle movies. And we finally get a, uh, an explanation to why the fuck the doll is the way it is and why it has such a big impact because it's supposedly, you know, the worst the worst object in the entire collection of the, the Warrens. Yeah. Which I, I still don't really understand. Well, I mean, because it's been used so many times. I mean, three th- three movies, it, you know, where, yeah, where the doll has been the conduit for something. And it's been the conduit for several families and stuff. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. It, it's it's experienced a lot of shit. Yeah. So. Number four. Number four. Yes. Should I go again? Sure. Uh, it's The Conjuring 2. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh my god, no. Yes. And I'll... Uh, I'll Please explain. <laughs> I'll I'll read to you what I wrote in my 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 short little second or my short little review. I just wrote wrote down a little bit this time. Yeah, because I hadn't I hadn't reviewed this before since I haven't I hadn't watched it since I, before I used the. Uh... Yeah, we didn't we didn't properly start using uh, Letterboxd until after we saw. Yeah, I didn't start using it until like twenty twenty one. So I think yeah, I think after we saw the devil made me do it. Yeah. Basically. Which I didn't even review. I just gave it a score. I realized. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I wrote but the this. Conjuring Two. Conjuring Two. I gave it three out of five stars. Um, when watching Conjuring One and Two back to back, you notice how very similar they are. Back in 2016, when the movie came out, I would have argued that this was almost better than the first one. But now I can't say the same. Some terrible acting. Sorry, Billy. That once again, the kid <laughs> is awful. Yes. Um, and repetitive themes, repetitive from the first Conjuring movie, um, sure. and that cringe-inducing Amityville cold open. I hate that when she walks on with the imaginary rifle. Ah, uh, yeah, them. sure, That's, true, ugh. yeah. Drags this down a bit. Still, it is a very decent popcorn scare. James Wan can really craft tension. Uh, yeah, this is. It's just a. It's just a repeat of the first Conjuring. It's the same plot basically, uh, just that they, they just that they add a. Um, you a know, British twang. <laughs> a British twang, yeah. Uh, a British, a proper British geezer. Ball water, Tuesday, eh? Everyone is so British in this movie. Well, yeah. Uh, they, 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 have, they have bloody meetings in pubs drinking beer. It's like, come on. It's, it's so... I mean, and they use... Um, what are they called? Uh, the band, whatever. London Calling. And then they introduce yeah, 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 London. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, and it's constantly yeah, raining in London. Ooh, like, yeah, it's, it's too very much. tropey. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of tropes yeah. that are just a bit done. But I mean, it came out in 2016. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't help. No, 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 no
We yeah. knew better than that. We know there's sunshine in England as well, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's, uh, yeah, like, so, so much British in this movie. See, I like it a little bit more because we have more of the uh, subliminal details in this movie. Sure, we do that, and there is there's a lot of like, like hints throughout. Because when you rewatch it specifically, and this time even more, because I've I've watched it a few times now, and I remember yeah, when I rewatched it um, before uh, the devil made me do it, we talked about the details of seeing the name Valak within the Warren's house even before the demon tells her her name. Yeah. But I noticed that there's more places now. Oh? There's like not just the bookcase and not just the one time in the kitchen. There's like four or five times in the kitchen where you see the name Valak, which makes no sense why that word would be written out in their house. Unless, yeah. obviously, the demon has subliminally told her that beforehand, you know, the first time they met probably. Yeah. And she has just autonomously put that name out there by moving around stuff. Yeah. And then... Eventually, when she actually asks it out loud, it's like, yes, I've told you, it's Valak, you know this. Yeah. Which she doesn't remember until she checks her Bible. But yeah. There's there's so many details, and the fact that the, the scariest part of the entire movie isn't actually the demon, it's the, the guy possessed by the demon, or the ghost yeah. possessed by the demon. Which is also a nice twist, because you think like, oh, this is just a ghost of this evil, this nasty man. But no, it turns yeah. out the nasty man, because... From under, like the way they describe him, he's not like a nice guy. It's kind of no, it's, no, he it's, was he was pretty a, bad. He was a curmudgeon old, you know, gazer. Yeah. Um, but it's nice that you know, turns out like, oh, he was just a lesser of two evils. He 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 was being used by something even more evil, and it's, exactly you kind of take pity on him, even though he seems like a you know a, a, a mean he old man, still douchebag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that that's that's I I like that aspect of it. Um. Uh, just just to show that's a, that's a good way to without saying it showing how evil Valak is yes um that's where I finally understood how bad Valak actually was yeah exactly and that's good and once again like the uh, the scares are good in this yes. um and I like that you know they 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 introduce you know the the skeptics in this one which we don't really have mm -hmm. in the first movie. You know, they, they go on the talk shows and you have Franca Potente's character there, um, which is, you know, she's so snarky and then she just disappears. R right when they have full proof of, of demons and ghosts and everything, like, ah, no. Yeah. I'm just not going to show up in the movie anymore. Like, okay, that's convenient. <laughs> yes. Um, and then another thing I don't like about the movie, the crooked man. Like, what is the point of that? And why do they show him so much? Yeah, no, I. that's the one thing I don't like. I I assumed it had to do with, like, you know, they they need to, like, make everyone scared, obviously. They can't just make, uh, what's the kid's name? Janet be the only one who's really scared. And I guess the mom is a bit... Because the other siblings, there's one. Uh, is it Johnny? Johnny, who almost disappears, brother? yeah. He's barely in the He's movie. He has like one line when he goes, no, it's like Ed said, we need to stand up to the bullies. Lord, and then he's basically killed. <laughs> Lord, Mr. Warren said we need to fight Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's gone again. Yeah, he's, he's basically killed off, but no, they put him in a closet. Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then, then he just comes out of the closet and then he's gone again. Yep. 
He's not in the movie. Nope. And that's a very weird thing. Like, why put all these children in the movie if you're not going to utilize them like they do in the uh, the first, The Conjuring, where all the kids are involved in the... Well, most of the kids. No, all the kids, actually. Yeah. Have yeah, scares or things happen to them or, or like, stuff. There's, there's substance. There's reason for them to be all there. Yeah. Um... I, I think there is just like I don't know they tried to include the youngest by making him have a stutter and then the the crooked man thing yeah but uh. it kind of fails the oldest sister's just the oldest sister and then Johnny's not there gone yeah <laughs> and I I honestly think because Billy is the stuttering younger brother and yes. he is awful he is completely he's no acting ability and his Stutter is not like that's not how a person stutters. No, like that's how someone does a bad impression of someone who stutters. Like you don't go when he's gonna say when he's gonna say Billy. You don't say b b b b b Billy. A stutter, you know, you you can't get it out. Like I stutter when I was younger. It's not that you go b b b b. You you struggle. It's almost like you have to force the word out, Billy. He does the uh, Tropic Thunder full retard yeah, stutter. He, he says, <laughs> you Yes, which is supposed to be a, like um, a caricature. Bad parody yeah, of it. Yeah, bad parody of it. Yeah, that's what he's like. He's like, oh, where are my b- 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 biscuits? Like, no. Like, also, is he supposed to be like six years old or something? I don't get it. I don't know. Because he has no, he's also just, he's so dumb in the middle of all of this, like his sister being possessed and he's, he's seeing so monsters. Dumb. He's <laughs> You're so dumb. He's so focused on those goddamn biscuits. Yeah. Like, kid, get a grip. <laughs> get a grip, kid. Get a grip. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Even like when, when he has the most terrifying scare with the one in the tent. Yeah. He's like, oh, he runs back oh, to no. his bed. He doesn't wake up his brother who sleeps in the same room, I assume, because where the because f- again, John is just gone. <laughs> yeah, he's just sleeping through. He it. doesn't go to his mom, which is weird. Yeah, there's uh, just I don't know yeah. the whole the whole crooked man thing and the Billy could have been cut out, but then the movie would have been what? Because um, it's it's oh no, that's true. That's the longest one. Huh? No, it would have been shorter. You could have cut it out. And I think, oh, but I had, I, I was now. pondering this <laughs> as I was watching because I was like. Why didn't James Wan just say either either like reshoot the scenes where he stutters like tell him like oh and then but then realize like oh shit he can't stutter he's a terrible actor um and I I just in my head I, I like I thought like oh the the conversation was probably can't we just cut Billy and then and then James Wan or producer said like no because like because uh, this is based on a true story yeah that's true likely based on a true story. Um, Partially, yeah, which means Billy was there for real, but 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 Billy yes. was a real person. So then, yeah. autists online was gonna be like, "Oh, actually, uh, if they cut out the, if they if they made him not stutter or just remove the character, they would be like, um, actually, uh, Billy had a stutter. Um, um, yeah. actually, so they had to keep that, would that be like, so armchair idiots on the internet didn't go, uh, actually, they would be ableist or something if they didn't have the stuttering. Yeah, minutes. exactly. Um, they're they're doing a disservice to the Enfield uh, uh, poltergeist story. Oh, da, 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 da. like who cares? Yeah. Like the, the, nobody watches these for like historical accuracy. No. That's the least of the God, reasons no. to watch this. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's why they. Kept Anywho, them there. yeah. 
I did not put the Conjuring two in my first no. spot. So what's this your what is your number four? It's the devil made me do it. Okay. Um. So this is this is where it gets a little. Should we talk about the devil made me do it now, or should we? <sighs> how do you want to do this? Well, yeah. But not because that's the thing, though. Now, we're, now we're talking about the Conjuring too. I'm, I'm remembering or realizing more and more things I dislike about yeah, it. Yeah, and that's what I did when I, I was watching. I still have like, when I watched it, it was one of the few of these movies that I had to pause and walk away from because I got scared, even though I watched it in broad daylight. Uh, yeah, I'll say that too. Like watching all these back to back, even though you know I've seen them before and I'm not really, I'm not really like, uh, uh, you know, affected so much about by the worst ones. It still like got to me, and there's only two movies that make me generally, g- genuinely, genuinely scared, and it's The Conjuring Two is one of them. Okay, which is why I rank it higher because it actually scares me still after watching it so many times. When that old dude screams my house. by the TV, yeah. I'm I jumped out of my skin, and I know it. I know it's there. I know yeah. it's coming. It's one of my favorites as well because you know. Uh, I get. I'm. I'm having goosebumps just talking about it. <gasps> yeah, and him when the kids are walking he, from like, the kitchen and he's just sitting there, or the whole yes. scene where they interview him when she has the water in her mouth. Everything about that old man is so fucking scary. It's very effective. Yeah, I I agree, and that that which is why it it. It ramps up for me. That, yeah, that should However, bump it up for me. But, you know, it was so There's too many annoying. flaws now that we talk about it that makes it kind of lose points. Yeah. So I've put The Conjuring 2 as a three and a half star. I put it at Now three. that we're talking about it, I'm about a three star. Yeah, maybe. I put it at three. Which is the same for The Devil Made Me Do It. I put a three star on that okay. one. Okay. And I, uh, I'll say this. Uh, my review for The Devil Made Me Do It... Uh, back in there, like I said, I didn't write anything, but I did put a score on it, and that was uh, a three as well. Um, so we, let's let's talk about the, the the Conjuring three then. The devil made me. Yeah, do it. yeah. Because I'll say this: I'm not sure where I want to place this. Um, we'll get to my controversial number one spot. Um, I think <laughs> well, controversial, if I remember our discussion last time. But you know. Uh, I know. I think I know. Yeah, I think, I don't you think know, your yeah, opinion has changed. Uh, yeah, I've made videos about it. I have cried about yes. it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, but we'll, you know, we'll get to that. Rewatch it, because I watched The Devil Made Me Do It today. And that was the first time since 2021. Because yeah. we saw it in the theater. And then I bought it on Blu-ray and watched it like a few months after the theater. But after that, I haven't watched it since. I haven't watched it since we saw it in theaters. Yeah, so it's like over two years ago at this point. Yeah. And I remember not liking it as much as the first two Conjurings. No. Um, It's missing something. It's missing something. But watching it back now, uh, I think it might be the best of the Conjuring movies. (gasps) Wait, what? Yeah. Um, Explain, please, because <laughs> I, I, there's, there's no like, um, I don't, I, there's no real threat in this movie, really. Really, the witch or whatever you want to call her, she seems no threat. Like she's she just almost, a human. She almost kills both of the Warrens. They're actually yeah, in the, danger in this movie, unlike in the other movies. Extern- there's external reasons for that, though. Doesn't matter. 
No, what do you mean? Most of Ed's issues is the, the heart condition. Well, yeah, he, but he's possessed and almost murders Lorraine with a sledgehammer. Yeah, that scene, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, if he did that, he would then make her, uh, make him, she would make him kill himself. And I mean, he probably wouldn't, well, I mean, he wouldn't kill himself, but he, but he would be broken <laughs> because, you know, you know, killing yes. his wife, you know, the love of his life. Um... But also, once again, they brought back Michael Chavez from this, for this, and his sense of style is back. This looks so good. Unlike the first one, which is very brown looking, or I mean, or I guess grayish. It has it has this um this the old Instagram filters a sepia tone. Almost sepia, and the second one is just gray because it's London. Oh, London town! Yeah, and the the house is just yeah. This one they oh decided God, to to set a lot of it in daylight, and a lot of it yes, almost in like true. this twilight hour, like sun uh, look. You know the the almost golden hour, the golden hour kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. Th- there's a lot of like play with light that way. Um, the the sun coming in through big windows, to get almost, a lot of god rays and stuff like that. It looks great, like which they show in the poster as well. To be yeah, fair. yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> the poster is showing the whole light play, and I mean, if you want to be thematic, there it's you know it's you know light and darkness, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also mainly because it's the third movie, but this is when the the Warrens as characters feels the most fleshed out um a lot of you know that's that's a lot of nice you know a lot of build of you know was made in the second movie um yes. where they were more more time was spent on the warrens than in the first conjuring yes. um and here you can see a lot of their home life in, yeah, in the and, second movie and here um then they they become like like a good movie should have got to this point in in one movie but whatever these are these are not like character driven movies, but at this point they're so, so fleshed out as characters that you actually like. I mean, you care about them in in the other ones, but here it's like it's it's very familiar by now. Yes. We know everything about them. We don't need to have more of an of an um, character exploration or, or development even because we know about them now. Yeah. They're they're Lorraine and Ed, like and uh, and and. Um, in- instead of this being a story of another family being haunted, I mean that is part of it, of course. Yes. Um, this is a lot of their relationship being in the forefront, <coughs> and here we come to what we talked about before: character writing. Um, we didn't talk a lot about that in the con- on the when we talked about the Conjuring two here, but that that yeah. is part of all Conjuring movies. The characters yes. are well written, especially the Warrens. Um, Very much the Warrens. Yeah. The rest. Not so much, but the, the, the family in the first Conjuring is well written. All the characters yes. feel real. They have motivations. Yes. There's a reason they are where they are. Um, not so much in this. There's again, a reason all of them exist, I guess. Yeah, not so much in the second movie. That's why it got bumped down this time. Yeah. Um, and here, and here, you know, the family isn't that important. The, the original family. What's more important is, of course, Arnie. Uh, Arnie, yeah. whatever his name is, who commits... Johnson? Huh? I think it's Johnson, but I'm not sure. Oh, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, Arnie, Che, and Johnson. Right. Um, so And his girlfriend, of, of course. Co- yeah, and his, and his girlfriend. And how that kind of mirrors uh, uh, Ed and Lorraine, because they met at, this, at a similar age. 
Uh, they were a little younger. Under similar still. circumstances. Yeah. Um, and how that, you know, how that is then reflected, you know, in towards the end. How the, how the power of love, which is a thing in all movies, but it's it's really emphasized here how the power of love is so important. Something that That's true. all the other Conjuring franchise movies miss. Like, like it's it's always Except just like who the first one. No, yeah, I, I meant the other, like the Annabelle movies. Oh, and yeah, none, yeah, yeah, and, okay, and, yeah. You know, like, like, like in in Curse of La Llorona, the power of love should have been what saved the children in the end, but instead. Uh, the mom. I mean, it's, sure, the mom still saves him. Like, it's, it's still it's her sure, but it's a physical it. cross to the chest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In Annabelle Creation, the the girls who love each other deeply don't use that love to to yeah exercise the demon. Uh, yeah, they completely fail. The girl obviously. just disappears, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. okay. Here and in the first Conjuring, love is very important, almost more than like you know the power of Christ or whatever. It's yeah. love. Um, and I think that's that is true. so very strong in this. Their relationship is so strong in this. And I also, because it is the third movie, it's a third time, and they have still have this very uncomplicated relationship. Like, it's <laughs> yes. never like, ooh, we need to spice it up by like, oh, there's a divorce scare or something. They do, no, no, they no, don't no. do that, but they, they do have like, uh, that, you know, they're kind of absent from shit. What's their daughter's their name? Their daughter? Yeah. Judy? She, Judy, yeah. They're kind of absent in the first movie, and they hint at that when she says, I miss you and daddy in the first Conjuring. But they don't yeah. really do anything with that. They kind of fix that, though, because she's gone off to college in this movie. <laughs> so she's only in the beginning, uh, after the heart attack scare. Um, but then she, you know, oh, will Judy be joining you? And they're like, I don't think so, they say. And then, yeah, we're fine. Yeah. yeah. So they, it's full focus on them, which, you know, should have always been the case because these movies are about the Warrens. Yes. Um, that's the whole, that's Especially the whole thing. Especially Ed and Lorraine, yeah. yeah. So so I, I love that they are uh, the focus here and that, that, that they're, they're, the, the power of their love is really what saves them in the end and in that way saving Arnie. Um Oh, I guess. Uh, and I, and I, uh, the scene in the end where yeah, where um, where uh, uh, the crazy lady has possessed or I guess taken over Ed, and he's chasing Lorraine with the sledgehammer, and then you know, her pleading to him to like remember, like don't don't remember, it's me, it's your wife, um, and like he he he's released, and then thematically smashes the altar, which was ultimately what they were there to do. Yeah. To, um, so uses the, the weapon he was supposed to kill his wife with. He uses to break the curse, you know. And there's this slow motion scene lit up once again in this golden light from the two spotlights that she has down <laughs> in, in the cellar, um, showing how it just breaks the altar in two. Um, and how they then there's this there's this like uh, um, uh, wide shot of him standing over her, and her, you know uh, Lorraine still being kind of scared because she's not sure, but then he puts out his hand and she grabs it and, you know, he pulls her up. And it's all in this wide shot. And you're like, ah, oh, the, 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 you know, the two beacons of hope, the two beacons of love standing up. And it's like, that's like an iconic shot. Sure. It's an adequate image, you know, what, uh, what uh, um, uh, Herzog was talking about. And then the, the, <laughs> yeah. the crazy lady walking into the frame and like, you know, damn you. And, then, and you know, in, in stark contrast, Lorraine she, just she is bathed in darkness while they are bathed in light. It's like yeah, ah, it's it's very good looking. The darkness breaks her. Yeah, because then the demon takes her, 
and breaks her neck and takes her soul back to hell. Um, the issue I have with it, though, is the fact that it's 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 a human factor that is the bad guy here. We've always yeah. had demons and God being a thing, and here's just here's just a, a wannabe witch. I agree I that that is a little different. It's a bit weak, but almost. I don't think that's a bad thing because, in a way, she's almost the most formidable threat they have met because she almost wins. Like Valak was never yeah. was never. I mean. When 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 Valak is revealed in Conjuring Two, they're in the they're in the bedroom, and it's it's literally the end of the movie. Like, ah, yeah. you have no power here. I know your name, Valak, and it just ah breaks apart and you know disappears. Disappears. It's like, yeah. oh, that thou that was easy. That was all you needed yeah. to say the name. <laughs> While in the Conjuring One, um, Ed and Lorraine are never really in danger, but Bathsheba, you know, they have to once again, you know, uh. They they're really saved by the 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 mother's love for her children. Mother's like she love. has to fight yeah. fight back to to you know because she's and, still in yeah, there. Yeah, sure. Like, and and you use uh, the dad. Uh, what you is use his name? Lorraine's. You use Lorraine's love for her children to like convey it for her child to like convince her. Yeah. Like I know what it's like to be a mother. You know what this is. And, and love the dad like saying that you're stronger than this. You can do this. Like, yeah. yeah, I love you. I love you. And that's how the uh, the mom breaks through there. And actually, does not kill her child, and it's a it's yeah. a beautiful scene. Yes, which we don't have in the second one. That's that's also um, why I love the <sighs> Devil Made Me Do It so much, and, and the Conjuring, the original original Conjuring so much. They have like happy endings, and the the it's it's really like when they defeat the demon, it's kind of beautiful because um, there's this moment of of uh, you know hope and love that does it. The second yeah. one is just I cast you out, demon, and then you know it's kind of nice in the end. You know they're they're dancing, whatever. You know what? You've convinced me. I moved it. Oh, the shit. Conjuring Two is in spot four now. <laughs> okay, that wasn't. I'm I'm not trying to. I'm just saying why I put them where I put them. No, but you have. Okay, so good. Or yeah, yeah. So let's get to spot three then. <laughs> yes, spot three. Because <laughs> now I'm confused. Now I don't know what I want. <laughs> okay. So for me, if I just for me, yeah. What's for number you? Number three is the original Conjuring. <laughs> I gave that a three and a half, um, and that's yeah. that's because um, we've talked about this. We talked about this recently when we talked about uh, Insidious: The Red Door. How Insidious and The Conjuring, even though it's, there's a few years in between there, 2010 and 2013. So yes. really, you know, Insidious Two, which came out the same year as The Conjuring, once again, strong year for James Wan. Insidious oh, Chapter yes. Two and The Conjuring. Like they like they really they really I mean jump scare movies wasn't a th- like they, it defined the genre I mean it's a bad genre to to, to define sure like the shitty jump scare movie um, but it's kind of funny that it was set off by two pretty damn good movies The Conjuring and uh, uh, Insidious Chapter Two it just yeah. that it gave birth to horrible horrible sequels. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, The Conjuring was re- it's, it's really well made to be for being a cheap popcorn yes. scare movie. Um, Even the the jump scares are built up properly. Yes. They're not just you know closing the uh, bathroom cabinet and you have someone in the mirror or not no, yeah. kind of thing. There are some. It's not just those. It's there are it's some the, dumb um, ones. Um, sure. There is the one where the mom uh, is walking. You know, she hears something and then she uh, she's checking in all the children. 
and like, oh no, everyone's in their bed. And then they just ru- turn up the volume to 12 when the, when oh, the yeah. glass breaks, the all the paintings or, or, or yeah. pictures fall down. And it's just like, come on! like, why doesn't anyone wake I'm up? I'm so, co- exactly. Why no one hears that apparently? Except for her. Like, they, they wake up pretty easily other times. But there is a reason for that, I think. Oh, okay. Because by then, or as early as that is, none of the children are affected. The demon is only targeting the mom. Yeah, but it's they still hear it because it's it's, it's physically sure throwing the one... pictures down the stairs. Yeah, they do mention it later that something keeps knocking him down. No. But I feel like the first time maybe it didn't really happen. Maybe she just heard it and felt it and thought it happened. I don't know. But they don't explain that enough, so it should be a physical thing. Yes, then everyone should have reacted, because no one sleeps in that. Yeah, yeah. Especially not the kid who has the room right next to the staircase. Yeah, Christine and Nancy. Yeah. yeah. Um. But other than that, the whole clapping thing, oh God. hands them in the dark, is, that is th- revolutionary almost. So, uh, in this genre, yes. Care. I don't, I'm not going to call it like yes, a revolutionary yes. movie. I'll call it a revolutionary no, 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 popcorn but in, in this movie. genre, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, when you hear, want to play hide and clap, and that next to her, oh, oh uh, my yes. god, that's still a very, very Even effective scare. Even the one scare. when she's uh, blindfolded and playing oh, hide yeah, and clap and with the, the youngest one, the and the hands cabinets, come out of the closet. Yeah. Oh. And then there's and no one in there. <gasps> she is so convinced that she heard it there. Fuck me. And then little April goes, ha ha. Which they also kind of took crank, the they all, also crank up the the yeah. volume on her laugh to make you go ah. That's uh, uh. <laughs> so the because of the originality of it, because of the fantastically made jump scares, um, the the attention to detail. It's a, it's a fast paced. I mean, we get bruises from the first night they're in the movie. Yeah, uh, the end of the house. It's well which built is, up. Yes, it starts straight away, and it builds, it ramps up continuously. But it's, it, yeah, it's, they, it's subtle. Like, like it, re- yes. it really starts in the very first scene in the house where the dog doesn't want to go into the house. Exactly. There's straight away you know something's wrong. Yeah. But, but you're the not one sure downfall what. to it yeah. is that it eventually becomes a little bit too much. There's yeah. too many ghosties and and scare and like scary creatures and like they 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 write out read off a list of people who have died in the area which are now haunting this house. Yeah, it's like yes, you could have cut down. You don't need the maid. You don't need uh the drowned boy or something. Like those are a bit unnecessary. They're... I understand the witch. I understand the mother. It, it, it is also a way to to unravel the mystery of why this is happening. Because like ah, sure. there were earlier uh earlier victims, but they didn't have to show up as much. They're not in the movie that much. The maid is physically in the movie a lot. I mean, she literally attacks the cop. Well, that's just once. She's only in the movie once. Oh, well, you see her in the background a couple of times. You do. Yeah, she walks past stuff. I think she might be the one with the laundry. No, is that Bathsheba? the laundry is the demon. Yeah. Ah, uh, maybe it is. Or Bathsheba, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true though. That's a witch again. It's not technically a well. She f- summons a demon. I'm no, sure. she she uh, she uh, she sacrifices her child to and professes her love to Satan. So she's just a right. witch. Yeah, and then she curses the land and says, you know, 
anyone who takes my land from me will, you know, will di- will die. And that's why people die because the land was then yeah. cut up and sold off by the bank. Yeah. And people died on her land. People who tr- took her land, like they say. Yeah. Mm. So that's why, really. Um, once once again, the, the whole the whole devil worshiping and demons they they're just assholes. Like after she died, yeah, but this time it's just a witch. Yeah, it's not a demon. Yeah, but you know, like after she died, so why again, would she care? No, because she just she just wants to curse the land before she dies. You know, fuck you, yeah, bastards fuck for you. stealing my yeah. land. <laughs> I could have lived here peacefully in my beyond years or whatever. No, it's not even that. She 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 kills her baby. Throws it in the fire, or I mean, she sacrificed it in front of. I'm guessing yeah. she threw it in the fire. Um, professes <laughs> her love for Satan, then climbed up the tree and hung herself. But before that, she said, "I curse yeah, this land. True. Anyone who tries to take it from me will will be will die." And then she for hangs some reason herself. I remembered it as them hanging her. No, no, she jumps up in the tree. Well, she, well, that's true. <laughs> so she just yeah, doesn't to be a bitch, an asshole. Then. Yeah, she's a witch, but she's also a bitch. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, which, once again, just like, and that's kind of why the devil made me do it is so good. Um, that's, that's like pure evil. Like a demon is, you know, this other thing, this non-corporeal thing. While a mother killing her infant child to show her love for Satan is scarier, (laughs) I think. No, yes, because it's the human aspect. Yeah, it's the, the same the thing. The real life thing here. The same thing with the lady and the devil made me do it. Like, like. Yeah, yes. She, she is, she has so little uh, uh, respect for for humanity that she's just she's you know, killing these people, possessing these people just to show her love for for Satan, or I guess the ram. Is she part? One. Yeah, I was about to say she's part of the. Well, she, she was introduced she's to all fascinated this. Fascinated by the, the cult, of the, the ram. cult yeah. of the ram, which is a callback to Annabelle. That's the ram. Yes, the ram. Yes, exactly. Um, which could also be the one Bathsheba sacrifices to. Yeah, they don't because the devil is is um, you know sometimes talked about as the ram. Might be. You know? Yeah, they don't specifically the say that. People. But, yeah. No, they say the devil. I mean, back then it was just the devil, possibly, and the 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 name the ram came later. Yeah. Well, they say that's just speculation, but yes. love for Satan, and I guess yeah, but Satan, and... Satan is called the Ram sometimes. Maybe. Yeah, okay, I don't know, and it makes sense. Either way, that doesn't make that's that's the doesn't change. No, anything. but I want to go back a little bit to the <laughs> Conjuring, no um, to yes. say that because here here we have characters that are not just cannon fodder. Like, sure, there's a mm. lot of. Uh, 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 children in this family, and you know, there's not, and they're, 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 they don't really have characters, because I mean, there's five really. daughters. There's not enough time to give them yes. all characters, but they all have something to do. They're all, you know, involved Affected. in the plot, and they have enough, you know, characteristics to at least, you know, tell them apart. Like you know, each child, except for the the two younger ones, I can't really tell them apart. Uh, Cindy and April. No, you can. You can tell them apart, but I mean, like, they're not really characters. Wait, is April one of the? I thought. I think April Christine is the. And April were the youngest one. Cindy and April. Oh, Christine's the middle. Yeah, one. Christine is Joey King. I so. I kind of confuse the oldest. <laughs> oh, okay. Because uh, only one of them gets really affected, and that's when she gets flung around the living room by the hair. Yeah, that's that's Nancy. <laughs> Yeah. I actually don't remember the name of the oldest one. Andrea. Andrea, right, right, right. 
Um, no, I, I, I mainly remember uh, Christine and Nancy because they're in the same room and they, that's one of the scariest scenes when Christine wakes up and she oh, says, yeah. there's someone in the room. It's standing yeah, there. Yeah, they're standing behind the yeah, door. And, and, standing right behind you. Yeah, and Joey King, fucking trooper. What a goddamn good actress she is. And it sucks that she's kind of stuck in movies like this. I mean, do you remember Wish Upon? No, 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 no. She's done terrible movies do you after, remember? Though, that's yeah, I mean, and that's what I mean. Like, do you remember Slender Man? I haven't seen them, but do you remember the kissing booth saga? I was about to say that one. Yes. <laughs> like, no. Jesus. She's so good in this. No. And, I, and she's, she's great in the first season of uh, of Fargo. Like she should do real movies. Not she overacts at like one point in The Conjuring though, where I just went, "Ooh, cringe." Really? Yes, but I can't remember. I I I should have written it down. There's one. There's one of the crying times where she just goes. Full ugly cry. It just went. Yeah, it's, but it's, that's far. after that scene when she says like when when she's hugging her dad, Ron Livingston. Like oh, they said, they want to kill my family. Yeah, I think that's no, the one. I it's think just, it's so. It's it, so it, that shook me. Like you know, it, I, I don't know. It just maybe it's because children seen shouldn't it too many be, times. Shouldn't be that. Shouldn't fear for their family's life. That that affected me. Oh, I don't that's know. true. That's true. That's true. Maybe it's my mothering instincts kicking in. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I was like, no. But other than that, the, other one, the entire thing about her being dragged and then yeah. the, the seeing the thing, and then I think it's Nancy then that gets attacked by the witch on top of the wardrobe. Uh, no, that's the oldest Isn't, sister because is that Andrea that gets that's attacked? Andrea because uh, oh, because Cindy whatever Cindy sleepswalk into, into her, her room. room and starts banging into the yeah, and she walks she, up to she, it and then she all of them kind of have things happening to them. April is just the sacrifice, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's the youngest. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I like that. And I, I like, uh, like just like with the Warrens, um, the parent, I don't remember their names, though, Roger yes. and... Uh, and uh, Lorraine. No, uh, Carolyn. Carolyn. Like, in the end, like I said, it's... And they build this up throughout the movie. Like, they're like... <laughs> For this kind of movie, built up as real characters, you know, yes. they're a little bit of money struggles, you know. Um, but they're so in love. They're in love. That's so important. Like love conquers all, you know. I mean, they have um, a bunch of kids. They're obviously in love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pull out, bro. You know, he. I mean, they, even like the first night, they're like, "You tied Chris in the house." Like they're they're puppy love almost yeah, yeah, still. Yeah. They're in the honeymoon phase still, still after, after years of being married. After decades of marriage, yeah, exactly. And, that's, and I like that aspect. And they 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 have good chemistry, uh, the yes. characters uh, or the actors, I suppose. So I, uh, but 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 <sighs> really watching it this time, um, it's it's the others are just better. <laughs> they are just better, and it's starting to show its age. I guess I yeah, guess because I we have movies that. that look better now, um, it's starting to look a little plain. Like it's so desaturated, like it's so pale. Yeah, the colors are terrible. Yes. Um. I mean, I. I don't know. I mean, it sets the tone. It has to do with the whole them being short of money and the this was kind of like last resort thing. They're supposed to be in a decrepit house. It's supposed to be. Part of why they are weak because you know the the struggles of this move and not moving into a nice, fancy, perfect house is you know it tears on them. Yeah. 
much a lot on the mother then who is the weakest link because of all this because of the move because of having to be uh home alone with the kids a lot because of the dad's job there's a reason for it but yes it gets a bit boring throughout the movie like yeah can we see at least one pop of color in this entire film like even their shirts are brown and gray like come on (laughs) pick pick a a green shirt or something Pop color. So, so yes, but, you know, I agree. And also, but it, it does get extra points for being the first one, and, and really, yes. Uh, well, I mean, you should deduct points because it did create the it, the modern popcorn scare movie. Which, damn you, damn you. But it's still the best out of <laughs> yeah, them, <exactly>. almost. <laughs> um. So even though it opened the door for other idiots to try and do the same thing, yeah, even in the same, it presence. still outshines them all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly. why it's number three on my list. I know, I, yeah. but I, 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 you know, hey, what can I say? What was your number three? Annabelle comes home. Okay. Well, let's move on then. Because my number two is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Now, we already discussed that at, at, yes. at length. So let's do Annabelle yeah, Comes Home so then. Just quickly recap then. The characters are stronger. It looks a lot better because it is the latest oh, one. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. And honestly, I think Michael Chavez uh, can rival James Wan when it comes to style of directing and his, the camera work and stuff like that. You know, um, and yeah. it's more dynamic. Like I said, it's more dynamic. Just like the first Conjuring, it's really like unraveling a mystery more than Conjuring Two is. I mean, it is partly. But, yes. You know, I like the whole. They're, 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 you know, they have maps and they're they're reading through files and. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> It almost has like an like an like an epic feeling to it. I mean, in the middle of the movie, they're helping another uh, poli- police county solve another murder because it's connected to it. Yeah, um, that's the one part I kind of feel is partially dumb. I hate the one where she's running around the woods. It's I like that one. Pseudo stabbing the air it's, kind it's, of thing. It's not as silly as the Amityville scene in Conjuring. No, 2. no, that's true. But it's still it's silly, silly, and the CGI is awful towards the end of that scene. There's CGI? There, the cliff. Oh, yeah, 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 that's bad. It's terrible Awful. green screen it's stuff. so yeah, bad. You're, tr- you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, that's, the, that's the, like, negative points from, on my end, because there's there's points when this movie, when when The Devil Made Me Do It, is gorgeous, yes. but there's points where it's absolutely awful. You're right. There is some bad green screen stuff, and I'm, uh, yeah, and I don't want to excuse that, but I think the, the good outweighs the bad in that movie. Yes, yes. No, I understand um, and also want to say, like, I, I, I like that also they follow up, even though it's it's uh, it's only in the movie for a little while, you know, that that uh, police chief or whatever he is, sheriff or whatever, uh, the black yeah. guy, they do follow that up in the end when they, when, you know, when you see him go up to, they have put up a makeshift, uh, like, uh, memorial for uh, whatever her name was, the girl who fell into the water. Yeah. Um, and he, he leaves some flowers there to show, like, once again, to show that, you know, yeah, even though she died, you know, we still care about her. You know, we 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 remember and honor, you know, the dead. Yeah. Um, in yeah. in a way to say that love conquers evil, you know, or love conquers all. Yes. Um, that and the whole ending of that one. Um, when they're when when he has built a gazebo for her, call back to the the, yeah. the moment they the or the, the yeah the moment they fell in love basically. Um, which they do, they do a oh, similar yeah, thing, a very good ending to go back to Conjuring too. Very good ending when it ends with them dancing to the the Elvis song, which is a callback to yes. early in the movie. It's like really nice, but and they do the similar in Devil May Do It, but I think that's even better because it's not gray. 
Like the Conjuring do here, it's actually <laughs> beautiful flowers. Once again, that twilight uh, lighting, and, and then and the, the the still frame, always the still frame on them. I love that. I yes. love that it always yes. ends on a happy note. Not like in the other ones, which like, yay, we won and we're happy, and then, but maybe. No, no, it's, it's a just, pure. They are happy yeah. couple, home, being safe kind yeah. of thing. So that's why Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It is number two on my list. Like I said, I haven't, I didn't have time to write my reviews on this because I literally watched it before we started this. So I gave it a three back <sighs> in 2021. I bump it up to a. It's a three, three and, and a half, half now. Maybe even four. Um, nah, it's three. Then and I half need to know. What did you give Annabelle? Comes well, out? yes. So my, what was your number two, by the way? Well, I, my list is a bit fucked up at the moment. Okay. Because <laughs> you're convincing me. I had The Conjuring, the original one, as number one. Uh, Annabelle Comes Home was number three for me. Okay. The Conjuring 2 and The Conjuring Made Me Do It, uh, Devil Made Me Do It, switched spots. So The Conjuring 2 is now number four, and The Devil Made Me Do It is now number two. Okay. So Annabelle is number three, and <laughs> the original Conjuring is number one. But I'm not... Not sure anymore. Okay, so let's get... You're confusing me. That's that's why I wanted you to say yours first, honestly. But whatever. Um, My number one is Annabelle Comes Home. I know. The third Annabelle movie. (laughs) I agree on one point. It's the best Annabelle movie. Oh, by a long shot. Hands down. Yes, god damn, bro. It has one of the similar issues, though, that some of the other movies that we have ranked lower has. Too many silly ghosts. And yes, beasties. but I think that's a strength here, because just like the Conjuring movies, this is like it, it, the the plot is once again paper thin. It's oh yes, oops, uh, silly girl touched all the things in the room. Now all the demons are released. It's almost like um, shit. What's that movie called? Um, there's like a, it's almost like the Goonies, but with, with like vam- vampires and werewolves. Uh, Mo- Monster what? Squad. Hold on, I gotta look I this have up. No clue. It's a great like <laughs> adventure movie from the '80s. Hold on, where they say Wolfman got nards when they punch Wolfman in the dick. It's amazing. Hold on, it's I gotta see. It's Monster Squad, right? Yes, the Monster Squad. You gotta watch that movie. It's amazing. Anyway. This has kind of a Monster Squad vibe, um, where you have like it's it's first of all, the first ten minutes suck ass. It's it's just like how Annabelle got to the house after they yes. interviewing the nurses from the first movie, and it's it's drawn yes. out, it's dumb, and I hate it. But and it's really just there so they can put um, uh, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson on the poster, really, because that's really all they do in the movie, except for the ending, I suppose. Um, eh. But it, this is really the story of Judy, uh, their daughter. Judy, the daughter. She's left alone for a week and or a night, I suppose, as they go on a little. Yeah, it's one night when they're going away to do something. Yeah, I think they're going away on work. No, aren't it's they? a little like little mini vacation. They talk about it in the car. Uh, like oh, we yeah. should really start planning our uh, getaway. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, and and so that's it. Like, oops, stupid girl goes into the room to touch everything, which releases all the demons. That's the thing. You're not supposed to touch anything in there. 
Which they've said even... Especially a- not... Annabelle. The Annabelle yeah. doll. <laughs> um, and then we have our first, like, oh no, why would she touch everything, idiot, stupid kid, like in La Llorona? But, whoa, here we have a reason for it. You see, yes. she's not just, oh, I'm a stupid kid, I'm going to touch everything because it's fun and it needs to happen for the movie. She has a reason for it. She's e- She even has a reason... Why she's like infiltrating their little, you know, uh, 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 birthday get together? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she has like a s- you mean Daniela, Daniela by the way. Yes. You're being very vague. Yeah, here. Daniela, <laughs> and the other girl is Mary K- Kate. No, she's a double name. What's her name? I I I'm on the wrong movie. Never mind. Uh, I was about to say another name. Mary, Mary Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> Mary Ellen, and then uh, Judy, of course, and then hey Bob. Sure, yeah, yeah, we got yeah. Bob. Anyway, uh, we, we, we'll go back to it. Like, so, the whole thing is, uh, Judy is left alone, um, and she's going to be babysat by Mary Ellen, who has been their babysitter for a while, it's, I suppose. Yeah, it's uh, they trust yeah. her. And they're going to have, you know, they're going to have a little fun. They're going to make a cake because her birthday is coming up, so they're having an early, you know, celebration, and, you know, because... Uh, because which? Why are you recapping the movie? Shouldn't I? Because I want I want to I want to no. explain the characters. <laughs> sure. Okay. Every go ahead. character is so well written in this. I don't care. Like it's so they're so strong in their motivations and their characteristics. Mary Ellen, even Mary, she's kind of flat though. No, she's a she's the protector. Um, yeah, I guess. I talked about this in my 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 uh, my video analyzing perfection when I, when I analyzed oh, yeah. the samurai scene. Um, yes, that. Will... <laughs> yeah, if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna see why I love this movie so much, that's that's part of it. Such a simple scene, but so effective. Anyway, um, yeah, the character is completely char- The movie is completely character driven. <laughs> like we said, they're getting together. And Daniela infiltrates this because you know first you think oh she's just gonna be the, the annoying uh, you know uh, the the snarky bitchy girlfriend the, yeah she's the bitchy cool yeah. friend kind of thing but then it's like oh shit there's actually depth to her her dad is dead um, and yes. she blames herself even though it wasn't her fault so she doesn't she doesn't even believe in all this stuff until she finds out like oh, oh I have a connection to people who actually say that you can talk to the dead. How about I go in there and try to talk to my dad? And yeah. that's what sets everything off. She doesn't know what she's doing. Um, and the demons use that against her. Yeah. Because um, she's obviously weak for the whole blaming herself yes. thing. So she's, she's a, she's a like, perfect what, six victim. Six months ago or something? It was, yeah. a, it was a, a traffic accident, yes. Yeah, but it's, it wasn't that long ago, no, right? No, it's like six months or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So she's still obviously... Not really bad. No, she's green. From all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is the perfect victim for the Yeah. Um, and then she obviously just presents herself with open arms. Yes. <laughs> to all the demons. And she has this bitchy demeanor to, you know, kind of, you know, she's like, oh, I don't, you know, she she wants to act strong, basically. She's masking. Yeah, she's masking, right. Cut to Judy, who's then also, you know, she's been kind of a non-character in the other movies. Because she's not really yes. part of the story, but here they put her on her because she has realized she has similar uh, powers, abilities, abilities as her mother. So she has started yes. seeing ghosts, 
uh, which is kind of specifically for some reason the principal of our school. Yeah, because I think because <laughs> you go there every day and she started seeing him. I guess that's why kids yeah. really only hang out at school or at their house. So what home? Yeah. yeah. Um. So she is because of that feels kind of like an outcast because she's different, but also because of all the the media attention around the Annabelle doll. You know, the other kids have found out like, oh, your parents are kooks, basically. Yeah, because it's in the newspaper, yeah. so everyone's talking about it. So she feels even it. more like an outcast. Um, so, once again, susceptible, even though it's not her who gets possessed, but, you know, she's susceptible to it. No, because she's still fortified by the fact that she grew up with her parents. She knows about the stuff, and she knows how to yeah. uh, compartmentalize away those kind of emotions to not be too susceptible yeah. to the, the demons. Um, and then you have Mary Ellen. Yeah, she is probably the least interesting character, but she's also the one who has, you know, she has love interest. Um, yes. She has, she, she, she's an empath, really, um, which is, you yes. know, she doesn't have supernatural power, so to speak, Be, like, like, like Lorraine and Judy, who are, em- or specifically Lorraine is very empathic. Empathetic. She's an empath. She can feel other people's you know, like grief and and sorrow. Yeah, but she can she can feel it beyond death. Yeah, Mary Ellen is the same. While Mary Ellen is, uh, yeah, but, on but she's on the living human plane level. Only. Yeah, <laughs> but she she can clearly tell that Judy is like struggling, and, and that's why she's that something's wrong. Yeah, and that's yeah. why she's you know kind of protective of her, and that's why she that's why she, I mean. That's that's why she is um, like a babysitter. Like she wants to to like in a way protect people, people without even maybe even yeah. thinking about it. Um, Which is why she's also the only one who actually walks around and does stuff. Exactly, and that is perfectly displayed in the samurai scene when they walk. They're going down to uh, yeah. Ed's office because they need to find uh, the key. I think yeah. it's the key. I don't remember. Um, and in that hallway stands the samurai suit, which we have seen in all the movies being in their room, but now it's been unleashed, like everything yeah, else. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and um, it doesn't... Oh, the only, yeah. The, the, the only, like, power it kind of has is that it, it's a cursed uh, uh, it's a cursed uh, samurai armor. So it has... All the, all the, all the people who have been killed by the samurai who wore it has... Their souls have kind of been trapped in there. All the horror that the suit has seen is kind of uh, bottled up in that suit, and kind of that's kind of now how it can wor- work on its own, like sucking people's souls in on, yeah. own, on its own. It doesn't affect Judy at all. First of all, because she knows it, she's prepared for it, but also because she's not an empath in that same way. Mary Ellen, however, is is immediately affected by it because she she can f- she can. On another level, kind of feel the the pain and suffering that is. She literally hears all of the tortured souls that have been trapped in the suit, and she's the only one who hears it because Judy just walks past it. Um, and I and I think that is so effective because she's just staring into it. There's no like, there's no blood. We don't see like eyes in there or something. It's just her staring into it and the 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 noise and the the cutting of the flesh and everything. Like ah, people screaming, screams, yeah. And then, because Judy is prepared, she goes, she says something, and I've been trying to find out what she says, but I haven't found anyone who has actually cared enough to translate it online. I think she says Sayoko, but I don't know, I haven't found a translation for that, because it might not be the right word. But anyway, she breaks the oh, spell. Oh, you mean the the, 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 the Japanese word yes. she says? Yeah, exactly, to kind of break the spell, so to speak. Um, and that's also to show that, uh, you know, 
we've seen it before, but that's it kind of cements like, ah, Judy knows this stuff because, you know, she's been... Because she says early in the movie, I also like to snoop. So she's obviously, like, learned something. Well, I mean, we snooping. see that in, like, the first movie, I think, she when she comes into the yeah, room. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she knows things, you know. Um, so that's why she knows how to deal with uh, the samurai suit, because she's read about it. She knows how they dealt with it the first time when they found it. Um, and it so clearly defines their roles in the movie. Yeah. And then we have the, the last thing that I really like, like, like throughout this movie, they managed to implement humor without it feeling like misplaced or, or out of out of place here. Um you have you have all the scenes with Bob, who uh, you know, he's he's really just there to, because he's in love with Mary Ellen. So he yes. shows up to say like he has a reason for, for being there. He's not he doesn't just show yeah. up to be another victim. He shows up there because he knows that ah tonight Mary Ellen is gonna be right across the street from where I live, um you know and and you know he hears from the pizza man that there's only one way to woo a woman rock and roll uh, yeah rock that's and why roll. he shows up with the guitar <laughs> that's why he's there and I mean as everything goes down Daniela has said like hint hint she's gonna yeah. be just across the street from you hint hint there's not gonna be any adults there hint hint she likes yeah. you go get it it's. By the way, I did find it. I don't know how you search things on the li- online, but um, the English words "Come on, let's go" is said by Judy, but they're heard as Japanese "psycho," which then means obviously "Come on, let's go." Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. It's just that because of the the whole, um, uh, she's hearing all the Japanese stuff, so I think her brain or the 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 samurai entity is like translating it to her. Oh, okay, yeah. As far as I understand, if there are, uh, yeah. If they're correct on Reddit, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I avoided Reddit. That might be why I didn't find it. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so so he he is like peripherally involved. He gets ch- chased by the 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 ghost dog, demon dog. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of silly. But once again, that's because he is kind of a comedic uh, um, sidekick. sidekick. Yeah, he's you know in in the midst of all the the very scary stuff going on in the movie, we have some fun with Bob sitting in the the hen house. Uh, being chased by the ghost dog, you know. It could also be because this is the only one that's actually a teenage movie. That too, yeah. If and we want to be like nitpicky here, because every other movie has had the adults be the main yes. characters, and and that's here's the teenagers. That's once again where the monster squad thing comes into play. Like there's so many different monsters, and they all kind of have to deal with their own monster. Like he has the ghost dog. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Daniela has the 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 wedding dress. Yeah, the angry wedding yeah, dress. Judy deals <laughs> with well, all of them, I suppose, but also mainly uh, Annabelle or the Ram who shows up and tries to take yeah. her soul because it starts with Annabelle being released from the the cage, so yes. to speak. And then um, uh, Mary Ellen dealing with the uh, the ferryman, which that that's that once yeah. again she's the weakest character because the only connection between her and the ferryman is. Hmm, she kind of looks like you when they talk about uh, the Fairman's victim. Yeah. Um, but here, but again, she also has a lot of affected uh, moments with Samurai yeah. and, and, and Annabelle as well. To be because honest, she's wedding dress as well. Pathetic that way. Yeah. Yes. I also want to point out that I barely talked about any scares in this movie because while it has a lot of silly jump scares, like all these movies has, that is nowhere the most important part of this movie. This this movie no. could have worked without scares because the characters are so strong. 
It could yes. have just been like an adventure movie, which it almost is. I mean, yeah, there's only... <coughs> I mean, the demon dog is obviously scary a little bit. It's also silly. Because it chases him, but it's also silly. But like when it when it's on top of the car, when, when Judy's getting uh, Mary Ellen's uh, inhaler. inhaler yeah. Look, also, <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for her running out to the car. It's not just, I'm going to run to the yes. car. No, she's there for... Everything is set up. That's so yes. nice. The wedding dress being very scary when it walks past the windows and then past. Yeah, the that's a good outside, one. Outside, but inside. Holy crap! That's, that's a, a good, good one. one. And then also, of course, when the the wedding dress attacks. Yes. Screaming, drop dripping blood all over the floor. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. Uh, so the wedding dress is probably the most scary one. In the entire movie, it's so, it's <laughs> to so angry. Fair. Yeah. It's so angry. Um. But but then also, like we said. All the characters, so they have motivations. Do they also have an arc? Yes, they do. Daniela yeah. gets gets over her her uh, her her feelings of guilt because, of course, Judy. Well, well, no, it's Lorraine in the end. She she has sure when but... they put everything back. <laughs> Lorraine has talked to her dad, you know, and says like he he loves you. He he doesn't blame you at all. It wasn't your fault. Um, and it's kind of nice. They wrap up her arc there. Judy. She kind of gets before that though when she after all of this she's like whatever it's fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> she doesn't care it's, it's by just the end. Wrap up. But then Lorraine yeah. just, you know, wraps it up. Yeah. Reassures yeah. her. And then of course, uh Judy goes from being the victim at first, you know, she feels she feels like an outcast uh because, you know, she's different from the other kids because she sees things and they they also bully her because her parents are weird kooks. Um Nobody wants to come to her uh, her, to her uh, birthday Birthday party party. because you know their parents are scared of her parents because they're weird. Um, And Mary Ellen, you know, who's you know she's 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 very nice, almost to the point where she's like um, uh, you know doormat. uh, Yeah, doormat. She actually, you know, she she uh, she she finds she finds her love basically and finds her strength in protecting others. Uh, she protects yes. Daniela and Judy, um, and and you know Bob even has a little arc where he actually he you know they keep he grows yeah, some balls. Yeah, they keep joking about Bob's got balls, um, and it's like no, it's just because but you know, he actually grows. Yeah, he grows a set of balls. He 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 protects Judy from the dog, and he actually says right he he professes his love for Mary Ellen like says it right out. Yeah. Bob's got balls. I mean he. He's ready to pre- protect Mary Ellen. It just turns out he didn't need to. Yeah. He comes running in and she's like... But that, that, that once again makes of... him, you know, the comic side character. The comedian. Yeah. He yeah. was fully prepared. Oh, but you didn't have to, but fucking kudos to you, man. <laughs> yeah. You did the right thing. And you know what? It got him the girl. Yeah, so. exactly. Because he, uh, even though he didn't have to, he proved to her that, you know, in a situation, he would stand up for her. Once again, love yeah. conquering all this. Yes. The love Mary Ellen has for Judy, uh, uh, you know, uh, for Daniela as well, as well, forever because she's yeah, she's the protector. She saves Daniela when she's in the yeah, dust. exactly. Um, and it's also not, and then the only person she doesn't save is Bob, I suppose, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's kind of outside. Yeah. And then uh, and it's so nice, like, like okay, and they they're basically done by the moment you know Edna Rain comes back, and they're like. We're gonna tell them everything because you think you think yes. gonna say we're not gonna say anything because that would be you know what you usually say because it's funny but they're like no you know what we're gonna say everything 
they'll understand. They're used yeah. to this shit. <laughs> um, and then cut to her actual birthday. And yeah, like the setup in the beginning, none of the kids are coming. Um, and it's it's kind of sad. And yeah, first time I watched it, I cried because it was so sad. Because she had all this nice buildup. And then reality hits. Like, oh shit, she's still a fucking freak outcast because the other kids don't understand yeah. her. Because none of the other kids were there to see yeah. this. And then, so, so it doesn't really matter. Obviously, yeah. they don't if know. If falls <laughs> in the wolf forest, you know, no one's there. Yeah. Does it really make Does, a sound? Yeah, exactly. And, and when Ed says, don't worry, we'll have a party of our own. It's like, oh my God. And we haven't even talked about the performance. Uh, Grace McKenna. Wow. McKenna, McKenna Grace. Grace. Sorry, <laughs> I always get it wrong. She's so good. She's, she's always, always good. good. Troop Zero. She's the best thing in Ghostbusters Afterlife. That piece of shit movie. Uh, <laughs> but she's great in it. Um, the one thing I hate is, unfortunately, she's not Judy in the rest of no, the movies. No, yeah. Um, because they needed a prop. No offense to whoever they plays needed Judy a, they in the other movies, they needed but she's a, not great. So they needed a. They needed a main character. They actress. needed a good actress in this. So they got. McKenna Grace. They got the best. She's so good. And that movie, when she's like a wunderkind, what is it called? She's a math genius. Gifted? Gifted, yeah. Sappy movie, but she's amazing in that movie as well. Goddamn, she's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she nails it as Judy. So that also helps to to really, you know, hit me in the feels in the end. But then all the kids show up. First, of course... Danielle and, and uh, uh, Mary Ellen shows up. And she's like, oh, that, you know, but you kind of expected it. They promised yeah. they'd show and up. Bob is there. That's nice. But then the other kids show up because, you know, Daniela talked to her brother, which they also they also set this up. Um, the main bully is Daniela's little uh, brother. And yeah, you need he has a reason for being a bully yeah, at the Yeah, because moment. his dad died. He is also masking his feelings. And yeah. kind of taking his anger and frustration and sadness out on... You know, the weakest kid, the one who's an outcast. But then he yeah. shows up and he's like, you know, he says sorry because now he sees that they're both, you know, they're, they're connected with, with this thing. Yeah, Daniela probably told enough to like get yeah. him to understand that, you know, it's not her fault that she's different. You're different too, you and know. Then, you and then kid. all the kids show up <laughs> and they have a birthday party. And, I, and I, I, like I said, I cried the first time. I cried this time. I cried the first time we talked about it. I'm almost crying now because it's so sweet. <laughs> and it's once again, it's Ugh. it's a it's a happy ending to a very very scary dark movie. It's so well written. It's it's we like a to, it's like a real to... movie almost. <laughs> <laughs> we need to uh, con like. F- finalize the list yes. here. Okay, I, because I, we were kind of agreeing on the first part of it, and then I guess you just changed yes. yours to be like mine. So, yeah, that's that's it. I think because because so. the thing is when I when I uh, when I made my list, I went a lot on like uh, feeling of the movie. If I'm scared, if it's it's well made enough to make me scared. Thing about Annabelle Comes Home, it's not made to make you no, scared. It's because it's not it's not a scary movie that way. It's just a movie. It's a it's a it's a thriller mystery drama kind of all wrapped in one with a scary exterior. Yeah, exactly. It has some spooks in it, but it's not a it's not a it's almost not a popcorn. Not a horror yeah. film. Yeah. No, it's a character driven drama. <laughs> yeah. Which again, a, the devil made me do it. Is also a bit more a character driven drama with some like scary a mystery aspects. mystery movie. Yeah. 
That's why, that's why I it like them. It makes sense that they they're the better ones, though, because they transcend the, the yeah. shitty popcorn scare genre and become real movies almost. That's why they're my number two and number one. Um, uh, I'm going to leave mine as is for the okay. moment. So, but my list is number uh, eight, Annabelle. Number seven, um, the, nun. the Nun. Number six, The Curse of La Llorona. Number five, Annabelle Creation. Number four, The Conjuring 2. Number three, The Conjuring. Number two, The Conjuring That Ever Made Me Do It. And number one, Annabelle Comes Home. Mine is the same up until number three, where at the moment is Annabelle Comes yeah. Home. Number two, Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It. And number one is still the original, The Conjuring. Okay. But you were... But I, I think they're all rated three and a half stars for me. The three yeah, top three. I gave Annabelle Comes Home a four. <clears throat> and like, I can't. And I, like I said, uh, my, my original rating for Devil Made Me Do It was a three. And I... Definitely bumping it up to three and a half. Might even bump it up to fourth. And I want to say this. I, I might even put that up top. But that might just be because I was so affected by the ending and having just seen it. I think if I watch Annabelle Comes Home again, it's I think it's still the best one. Overall, the best one. They both, they both benefit a lot from being the latest movies made and released. Yes. Because they look the yeah. best. First and foremost, they have the best cinematography, lighting, acting, everything is just technically yeah. the best. Uh, Impact-wise, they are top, obviously, but The Conjuring still has that 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 yeah. place in my heart. It's the it's the patriarch of the of the of the genre. Yes, the the all mother. The, yes, not sure I can bump it because of that. I'm not sure. I'm gonna leave it as is for okay. now. But we will return to this list a little bit when we do talk about the nun two to just just, just no. I have to I have to process this discussion. We've <laughs> yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this almost two hour long discussion we've had, or the last hour was about the, the top three <laughs> yeah, movies. <basically>. To be honest. <laughs> um. I oh. I, so we're gonna leave it at this for now. Yes. Um. And I I'm I'm honestly. Glad I I, uh, I I enjoyed The Devil Made Me Do It so much because I remember when yes. that came out, I was like, ah, oh, no, it kind of sullied the Conjuring trilogy because it was the worst one. I think we said that when we watched, when we talked yeah, about like, it. It's not as good, but I was like, why? Why did I? Did I did I say just because it was the third one and it wasn't James Wan? I don't know. I, we might have been very um, affected biased. By, by the, uh, yeah, mm. biased, that's the word. We might have been very biased. Yeah. That it almost didn't feel like a proper sequel because James Wan wasn't as involved. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a, I mean we have a very strong ending to the the original demon from both the first and the second yeah. movie. Like Valak has been there throughout the entire thing, but in the second Conjuring, Valak is destroyed. What's the point of having another movie? Yeah, yeah it almost felt like that. Like why well, ruin two good movies by making a shitty third one? But now I mean, yeah. Hey. Looking at it like this, very good. Also, I just want to say another thing, which is really surprising, once again, about Animal Comes Home. It is written and directed by Gary F. Doberman. Um, who the yeah, heck exactly. is that? Who the heck is that? Well, <laughs> that's the guy who wrote Annabelle. That's the guy who wrote The Nun. That's the guy who has produced most of these movies. 
I don't understand how you can make such a great movie, write and direct such a great movie as Annabelle Comes Home, but also write two two awful movies like The Nun and you, Annabelle. You know what? We talked about Annabelle and The Nun having potential. The issue is the choice to show the demon too Could much. Could it be then that he, you know, yeah, he's he's a good it's writer. It's probably him being like pushed to the side when he's given them the story and the 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 script, and they're that just adding in CGI and and uh, effects. That might be. Or, or and also that he Could maybe be. he's a better director than writer, but that doesn't make sense because the writing is so good in Annabelle Comes Home. Or maybe just developed. It yeah. got better throughout the years because it's it's a couple <clears throat> of years at least he had to like work on that's his craft. True. That's true. He has more to build on. But it's now. still funny that he he basically made the worst and best movie on this list. Yeah, <sighs> that's funny. Yeah. Anyway, either way, this has been a long, been a long episode. episode. Which will unfortunately continue in a week or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we watch The, the Nun 2. Yes. Uh, Look forward to that, I suppose. I suppose. I don't know what we're doing as companions well, this. Well, we, uh, in our last companion piece, we haven't really talked about our patron. But we have do we do have a patron page where we do companion episodes of this. Which, you know, you have to pay for to get them. But, you know, why wouldn't you? They're amazing. Exactly. Last week um, on the Patreon, we talked about black exploitation, but specifically uh, Three the Hard Way, a classic black exploitation movie. But we talked about the genre overall. Now, since we're watching The Nun, I thought we could watch a nun exploitation movie because there is a whole oh, there's a whole exploitation genre based around nuns. Now, right. uh, it's it's a bit raunchy. Uh, borderline <laughs> pornographic Which is why sometimes, we'll but uh, you know there are some good have ones. To do it on Patreon, I guess. There are some good ones. So I think we're gonna discuss a non-exploitation movie next week on the Patreon. So, and if you wanna find out which one, check out yes, Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/don't make a scene. Now most people don't listen this far, so we really should have mentioned it in the beginning. But whatever. Whatever. It's yeah. a long episode. <laughs> so once again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, tell all your friends and family about this. Check us out on Patreon, like we said. Patreon.com slash don't make a scene. And we'll see you uh, in the next one when we talk about the Nun 2. But yes. until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's produced and directed by Tobias Vidian and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vidian. Executive producer is Annika Vidian. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Daniel Geiso, Christopher Billian, Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, and CK85. 